0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us.
1: Stephen Reichlin is the author of the New York Times best-selling Barbecue Bible Cookbook series, which includes the new Barbecue Sauces, Rubs, and Marinades, plus Project Smoke, the Barbecue Bible, and How to Grill. He's the winner of five James Beard Awards and three IACP Awards, and his books have been translated into 17 languages. His TV shows include the PBS series Stephen Reichland's Project Smoke, Primal Grill, and Barbecue University. And in 2015, he was inducted into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. You can find lots more about Stephen at his website, which is com. But he's joining me today on Amy's Table to talk about this latest book, Barbecue, Sauces, Rubs, and Marinades. Stephen, welcome to Amy's Table.
0: Thank you, Amy. It's always a pleasure.
1: Oh, I just love talking to you. I, I, I tell you what, I share the tips and tricks that I learn from you when you come on the show with everyone who won't run away from me. <laughs> uh. So this latest book, I'll tell you what, I always feel like people get a real in-the-gut feeling talking about barbecue, grilling, all of that. But sauces, that really inspires a debate and some lively conversation, doesn't it?
0: Well, it does. Uh, you know, sauce on the meat, sauce on the side, dry rub, wet rub. When do you apply the rub? A day before, right before grilling. Uh, it's a very complex subject. You know, these are really, if if barbecue were fashion, these would be the accessories. And they can really, they, they really take uh, great barbecue and take it over the top.
1: That is a re- I love that analogy. Well, you know, I think we should start with first things first. What is the just basic difference between smoking, grilling, and barbecue?
0: Okay, so grilling is a
1: high-heat
0: direct method, meaning that you cook the food directly over the fire. You would grill a steak, a burger, a chicken breast, or a chop. True barbecue is a low-heat, uh, long-slow method that always involves wood smoke. So, for example, you would barbecue spare ribs or a beef brisket or a pork shoulder. Uh, Now, smoking, uh, all barbecue is smoked, but not all smoked foods are barbecue. So think about smoked salmon, for example. Think about uh, beef jerky, bacon. These are smoked foods, but they're not barbecue.
1: Excellent. That is so easy to understand. And then my next question is, do each one of those methods like to have either a barbecue sauce, a rub, or a marinade?
0: Well, uh, each of those methods certainly use one, and the real pros learn to use more than one of these flavorings, because it's all about building layers of flavor. Let me give you an example. You're cooking a rack of uh, baby back ribs. So you might start with a rub, uh, which is a mixture of spices. My basic rub is equal parts salt, pepper, paprika, and brown sugar. And you might apply that before your ribs go on your grill or smoker. Then while the ribs are cooking, you might spray them with apple cider or you might brush them with a garlic cilantro butter uh, or a finishing sauce. And those, that, that layer of flavoring goes on while the meat is actually cooking. Uh, after the ribs come off, you'd certainly serve them with barbecue sauce. In fact, you might have lacquered the ribs with barbecue sauce the last couple minutes of cooking, done it directly over the fire. Uh, If you were grilling a steak, you might serve it with a salsa on tortillas, Mexican style. Mm. You might accompany a a smoked sausage with a relish, uh, with a salsa. So you start to get the idea that, this is the layering of flavors, uh, and by building these layers up, you make barbecue that tastes very interesting and complex.
1: You know, it's funny, earlier you made the reference to fashion, and it's when someone is really well-dressed, they have layered nicely, you know, varying textures and colors and finishes, and so can somebody ever overdo these layers? Like in fashion, sometimes they'll say, take one accessory off if you're a woman, um, you know, can people ever, do they ever make the mistake of maybe muddying it up by trying to be too jazzy? How, how, how do you approach those flavor layers?
0: Well, absolutely. Uh, and this is a, uh, syndrome that is more associated with people with a Y chromosome than a, uh, uh, <laughs> and, than a, and what we tend to do is we tend to think, you know, if some is good, more is better. Well, sometimes just some is good, some is good, and more is just too much, mm-hmm uh, A rub as a base layer, absolutely. A glaze while your ribs are cooking, yes. It also depends on what you're grilling. For example, uh, shrimp uh, or a halibut fillet, these are pretty delicate. So, you know, you might get away with a rub and a glaze, or you might get away with a finishing sauce, but you don't want to overpower the fish. Ribs or pork shoulder brisket, Uh, On the other hand, these are meats with a lot of flavor, uh, a lot of consistency, and they can stand up to multiple layers of flavor.
1: Well, you know, uh, one of the things that you talk about in this book and in general is what to serve with barbecue, and sometimes that's a layer. And one of the recipes that from, I can't even remember which book now, but you'll know it, the beef satay with cucumber relish. Mm Mm-hmm. I make that consistently, and I've got to tell you, individually, the satay is great, the cucumber relish is great, but together, they are just the best thing ever. And so how can people complement their barbecue with, you know, go-alongs they might not think of?
0: Well, um, you know, the first thing I always do is I always look to tradition. And if you travel around Southeast Asia, you know, a satay, which is a tiny kebab, is invariably paired with some sort of peanut sauce and some sort of uh, cucumber relish. So think about what's happening in your mouth. You've got sizzling hot meat. You've got a creamy, lukewarm uh, or warm peanut sauce which is sweet. Then you've got this cold, crisp, crunchy cucumber relish. So you're playing with multiple temperatures, multiple textures, multiple flavors. Um, You've got the spice in the satay. You've got the kind of clean, cool, refreshing crunch. Um, Multiple flavors are, you know, they're just, uh, it's very complex. It's sort of like building a symphony in your mouth, you know, a symphony of flavor in your mouth.
1: Well, you know, you bring up a good point of think about what's happening regi- regionally, and you mentioned Asian. So, what are how how are we as a as a globe connected in our in our approach to barbecue and grilling, and how are we different? What are some of the things that you've discovered around the world in the in with other pitmasters?
0: Well, uh, first of all, barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades, relishes, salsas. Uh, Etc. Are a constant on the world's barbecue trail. You find them everywhere, even in a country like Argentina, where uh, barbecue is just really meat, salt, and fire. You know, they still uh, find uh, find room for the chimichurri, mm. which is a, uh, a sort of pesto made with parsley, garlic, and uh, vinegar to go on the beef. So, I mean, first of all, there's just a natural human hunger for meat. And then some sort of condiment to counterpoint it, show it off, increase its flavor. But um, there are also differences. And those differences are let's say as you get closer to the equator, you tend to find hotter and hotter uh, condiments. I mean, which is think about the body's natural cooling mechanism, perspiration, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, a hot sauce in a hot climate helps cool you off. Uh, South Americans, you know, Argentinians, Brazilians tend to go for beef that's pretty unadorned, uh, ditto for Spain. Uh, on the other hand, in Southeast Asia, uh, a lot of spices, a lot of condiments. Japan tends to go for pretty unadorned, but even in Japan, you know, you find teriyaki sauce, you find miso barbecue sauce. For me, it's kind of fun to travel the world through these condiments, and they are great. It's it's great to apply them to uh, traditional American meats. Uh, that cucumber peanut. Uh, peanut sauce and cucumber relish you described with the satay. I mean, imagine that on a hamburger or a lamb burger.
1: You mm. know, a
0: great cross-cultural bridging.
1: Oh, I love that idea. And then you could turn it into party food by making little sliders with that combo. Oh, I love that idea. Or then that makes me think, you know, meatballs would like that too. Thank you, Stephen. It is always such a pleasure to speak with you. We'll look for you on TV, on the web, and in the bookstores. Stephen Reichlin's Barbecue Sauces, Rubs, and Marinades. Stephen, thanks for joining me on Amy's Table. Thank
0: you, Amy. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.